This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, July 20th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing? Not good, Dylan. Yeah, you were just telling me. You got some more condo developments going on. Um, yeah, remember the, I think I mentioned a leak. Yeah. Well, yeah, it turns out it was our hot water heater, so... Oof. Not fun. I get to replace that. Well, it's I already bought the new one. It's just a matter of getting it installed now. But there, there was it was quite a bit of drama on Friday with it, with another plumber. Uh, plumber drama? Yes. Oh boy, that sounds the joys of uh, owning you know, a condo. Apparently, the, the, the guy, I you know, I, I'm not going to say who it was. You know, it, it's it's been dealt with. But mm-hmm. they're, they're you know they in my opinion they they attempted to vastly overcharge me for a service that should have been. Much, much cheaper. I see. So you went with someone else and things are good now. I am going with someone else and I believe things will be better. They they, they wanted me to pay $1,100 to have a, a new hot water heater that was the wrong size installed in my condo. Oh, boy. So I, I, I told the gentleman to leave and let's just say the communication broke down from there. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we're going to look at DFS stuff for Monday, the 20th. And we got some field of streams picks also. Starting on Monday, we started catcher. The schedule kind of got goofy. We're recording on Sunday night in Red Sox Angels. A game in Southern California got rained out and pushed on the next day, which is craziness. I don't, I don't believe that happened. Well, uh, Red Sox and Angels are playing doubleheader tomorrow. Um, and then still figuring out some of these starters. Seems a little bit ambiguous, but we'll just dive in. Uh, Matt at catcher. What, what are you seeing? Where are you going? I, I'm starting with Yasmani Grandal okay. against Whistler. I really like Yasmani Grandal, but uh, I was watching Granky versus Scherzer today, and Grandal took one to the bell. Oh, uh, no. He was catching, and yeah, rang his bell. Just a foul tip, square to the mask, and he left the game. So oh, no. he could be back tomorrow. He might say, yeah, I'm fine, but he definitely had his bell rung. So uh, keep an eye on him. If he's in, I agree. He's on my list. He's a, He should do good against Matt Whistler, but... Uh, I'll have to look elsewhere also. I like that one, but there's a big old asterisk there. Be careful. I, I had no, I'm sorry, I've been so busy today, I, I had yeah. no idea that happened. It was I, from I, today's game. It was I'm, from uh, from Sunday. So. I'm a terribly unprepared podcast co-host. <laughs> I sincerely apologize to our can't listeners. believe you don't have up-to-the-date updates on every single guy that you're suggesting. Um, yeah. do you I, like, do have other, I have other names. Good, me too. Um, do you like <laughs> AJ Pierzynski against Brandon Beachy at all? I like the match, you know, I... I like the matchup as much as just one can. Yeah, it's Brandon Beachy who has not looked good since coming back. Not that that really surprises anybody. You know, I mean, it was one game, but he did not look good. And I don't think... True. Yeah, so it's kind of a wild card of a matchup, but not a bad one for Pierzynski. Uh I got two names left on my list, Dylan, or for okay. catcher. Sure. Um, first is Christian. That I want him against the lefty, not the righty. Yes, um, that makes Eduardo Rodriguez. Right, yeah, in the evening game, you've got the righty, Stephen Wright. In the you know late afternoon game, you've got him against the lefty, Eduardo Rodriguez. I want him against Rodriguez more than uh, Wright. Yes, Stephen Wright's not very good, but we like no. Ianetta against the southpaw specifically. Yes. Yes. Um, I like that. I definitely have that down. Again, it's not clear how your slate might work with these doubleheaders, but we like him against the lefty specifically. I agree. Um, is the other guy you had down Kyle Schwarber? 
Uh, I have Kyle Schwarber on, on every list, but yes. I, I had a, another name in mind. Okay, Kyle Schwarber gets Michael Lorenzen on uh, FanDuel. He's twenty six hundred bucks. That's pretty cheap for a guy who can pound the ball. Um, he's going to go through his ups and downs as a rookie, but he can pound the ball. He has potential. You want him there. Uh, I like that. Who else do you have? Uh, Robinson Trinos, my guy. Yeah, your guy Trinos. He gets he gets to go to Colorado and he gets to face a lefty. You know, he's he's been confident against left-handed pitching this year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and Colorado's a good place for it. Yes. All right. All right. How about first base? What are you thinking? I'm. I've got uh, Anthony Rizzo with a big star next to his name. Yes. 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 Also against. Uh, Lorenzen, who's just yeah, plain not overpowering. No explanation there needed, really. It's you know, it's a good lefty against a bad righty, and, and particular, you know that, that bad righty really struggles against left-handed bats. Yep, and Rizzo's pretty darn good. I like yes. that. Um, I had Adrian Gonzalez against Matt Whistler. Should be oh, fine. Okay. How about your boy Ben Paulson gets Nick Martinez? Ben Paulson. I had that, I had that written down. <laughs> he's only twenty six hundred bucks. Uh, at FanDuel, and we talk about not wanting to punt at first base, you know, but that's a that's a pretty cheap price for a guy who gets a platoon advantage in Colorado against a not good pitcher. Nick Martinez isn't very good, so I, I don't know. I like Rizzo a lot more. Also, uh, I have Albert Pujols, which honestly you could take in both matchups. Um, he gets righty on lefty against Rodriguez, but he also gets Stephen Wright at night and. It's not like Pujols can't hit righties. He would do just fine against Stephen Wright, yeah, and Stephen Wright's a lot worse pitcher. So I might actually choose him against Stephen Wright without the platoon advantage, um, but I don't think he would be crazy for taking either one. I'm on the record as liking the righty-on-righty matchup, but both are fine. Do you care about Kelly Johnson against Brandon Beachy at all? Not at first base. Yeah, that's the problem, is at first base. He depends on your format where he would qualify. He's going to be in the lineup at first base, but... That's not where you want him, but uh, if he's eligible elsewhere, especially in the infield, um, and even in the outfield, it's okay. Yeah, you, you yeah, like you, that? You talk me into him as an outfielder, yeah. Yeah. Um, my last one, uh, Brandon Belt is only $2,800 uh, on FanDuel, and not only is his OPS up above 800 on the air, it's 895 against righties, because he's always bad against lefties. It's 895 against righties, and he gets Ian Kennedy. Yeah, it's in Petco, and that's not a great park, but 2800 bucks for Brandon Belt. That doesn't feel like a punt to me. No, it, that feels like quality to me. I don't... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like Rizzo more, but he's like three-quarters the price. So um, I think Brandon Belt is officially underpriced, but not not the best option in a vacuum, but definitely not a punt at all. It's, uh, a, it's a solid value. That's uh, yeah. price is accurate, yeah. yeah. Um, who else did you have at first base? Did I get them all, or is there one you like? I, I like this guy as a first baseman or an outfielder, and he does qualify at both in most formats. Okay. I almost hate to say this, but it's Logan Morrison. You love Logan Morrison. I do, ever since he had that ridiculous DFS day that I, I happened to have him in the lineup. Has your attention now? Uh, Yeah. Well, that, and he's, he's having a really good season. Yeah. No, he, he always showed skills and just never quite yeah. the opportunity. They messed around with him, pushed him in the outfield, and... But I remember he like showed really good uh, strikeout to walk numbers in the minors, yeah. and then one year blew up with a ton of power out of nowhere. Like there's skills there for that guy. Yeah. So um, no, you're not crazy to like Logan Morrison at all. So uh, yeah. So Lomo gets uh, Alfredo Simon. Simon kind of struggles against the lefties, mm-hmm. and 
Logan Morrison has fared pretty well against right-handed pitching, especially in the power department. So you you could see Lomo nick a home run off Alfredo Simon. Yeah, that would Assuming not. He's in the yeah, that wouldn't be crazy no. at all. Um, okay, how about second base? Where are you going? Second base. I've got a lot of names that I probably would have laughed at, like you know, if this if we were recording this in March. But yeah. these are apparently three quality options now for DFS. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm starting with uh, my guy Joe Panic against uh, Ian, Kennedy. Ian Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. Joe Panic's he was an all star. Yep. Deservedly so. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's. I mean, again, I thought he was all empty contact, but he's starting to show some pop, and that makes no, a big difference. He, he, He's like a legitimately good baseball player. Yeah. Yeah, he gets Ian Kennedy. That's, again, you don't love it in Petco, but he'll do just fine. Ballpark doesn't scare me. You know, production is production. Ballpark doesn't really scare me. Yeah, not too much. Ian Kennedy's bad. That's a good matchup. Uh, I like that. Who else do you got? I have uh, Derek Dietrich versus Ruby De La Rosa. Okay. Tell me about Derek Dietrich. Derek Dietrich, he, believe it or not, he is, in fact, left-handed. Yes. Ruby De La Rosa is, in fact... Right-handed. Yes. Platoon advantage. Platoon advantage. Uh, and Dietrich, he's been killing right-handed pitching this year in, you know, small sample size, but nonetheless, he's been showing a lot, you know, an impressive amount of production for, for a guy that you would expect it from. Yep. So far, so good. Yep. Can't see that, and he's certainly not going to cost you much, depending on no. your format. He's a great, he's a great cheap option, and then I believe D. Gordon is on the DL. Yeah. So he's getting an opportunity, and De La Rosa is prone to his blow-ups. He could be good, mm-hmm. and he can shut down an offense, but he can also oh, have his states where he allows a lot of base runners. So yeah. I could see that working out. Uh, who else you got? Uh, Cesar Hernandez. Yeah, he's become a popular guy. Yeah, he's he's getting met more, and you know it's it's you got Hernandez, who's in fact a switch hitter up against the lefty. Uh, Hernandez, he's actually shown a. a, a Bit better split against left-handed pitching than he has against right-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. I like him against you know a, a currently healthy Matt Moore. Yeah, and Matt Moore who has a super high ceiling and we have our eyes on, but he hasn't really dominated since coming back. So, uh, and it's you know I think some struggles are kind of to be expected from you know a, a Tommy John, a Tommy John sure. guy. Like now's you know. the time to to get after him. I like those. Um, I got a crazy one for you, crazier than what you suggested, maybe. Okay. Wilmer Flores gets Gio Gonzalez. And it can be a second baseman or a shortstop, depending on your format. Um, probably more valuable at shortstop. But I like him because he gets a lefty. And Gio is not that bad, but he certainly hasn't been good. And it's a small sample size, but Flores has a 795 OPS against lefties this year. That's pretty decent. It's not great. I'm not, you know, telling everybody to run out and definitely get him in your lineup. But I think he can be useful and it can be cheap. He's... 2200 bucks at FanDuel, so it would be not quite a punt. You know, you can maybe get some pop there from him. He's shown pop, and he likes to hit lefties. So, Wilmer Flores is kind of a sneaky pick for me. Um, Robinson Cano gets Alfredo Simone. It's fine. Simone's not very good, so I could see Cano doing okay, and his price is not crazy. Like, say, at righties. Like you said, Simone's struggling. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not like the Tigers' bullpen is going to shut down the Mariners that easily. So. No. Um, Jace Peterson gets Brandon Beachy. If you like stacking against Brandon Beachy against his former team, um, Jace Peterson could get in on that. He's not that cheap anymore, though. It's not great. Um, Clayton Richard is pitching for the Cubs in Cincinnati. Yeah. He's left-handed, so he gets some right-handed, uh, reds. And I could start with Brandon Phillips, who is definitely not the player he once was at all. 
but he's only 2800 bucks at FanDuel, and he can hit lefties. He's, he's not great, but he can hit lefties. And so I see a little bit of pop there. Should be near the top of the lineup, if not at the top of the lineup. So Brandon Phillips is an option. Um, Neil Walker gets Jordano Ventura. Jordano Ventura has not lived up to the hype yet so far. He's still pretty hittable. Neil Walker hits righties just fine. Um, would you consider Dustin Pedroia against Andrew Heaney? Do you like Andrew Heaney? Pedroia versus Heaney? Yeah, I could see it. I mean... <sighs> Yeah, yeah, he's been so good though. Like he's a he's a rookie, but he's been really good, and he's a former top prospect. So mm. I don't yeah, know. It makes me nervous. Good. He's been good. I'm worried he's kind of a legitimate. <laughs> so uh, you wouldn't be crazy if you're taking Madroya. Um, no, I wrote Joe Panic. I also my last name that you didn't have. Uh, Ian Kinsler gets J A Hap by the schedule I'm looking at. It's J A Hap for the Mariners. Walker. Uh, see, I saw both. We're, a lot of these are getting mixed up here, so I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's going on. I don't know. I don't know if we can find an answer for that at this time, because some of these get changed last minute, especially coming out of the break. Everything's funny. If Ian Kinsler gets J. Happ, I like that okay. He's been kind of disappointing this year, though, so there are a lot of safer options at second base, but keep your eye out. If you're feeling Tiger Stack against J. Happ, I don't think he would be crazy if he pitches. But stay away from against Ian Kinsler, or against, uh, Kellen Walker. Yeah, you don't want that. Okay. Uh, third base. Where are you going? I'm going obvious. Okay. Um, I've got I've got two obvious names and one not so obvious name. Yeah. Uh, my first one, Nolan Arenado. Yeah. He's my big obvious name. That's I. It's I really Nick like Martinez. Nick, Nick Martinez. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, not the platoon advantage, but that does no. not matter for Nolan. Doesn't matter Arenado. to me. No, not in the least. He's got nope. 22 home runs against right-handed pitching this year. He's good. He'll do just fine. Yeah. Who else you got? Michael Franco. Yep, he gets Matt Moore, like he you said. He gets Matt Moore, you know, we, I think we already covered. Righty on lefty, should do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dylan, my, my last name, Yeah. Another, again, another obvious name, fine, you guys can beat me up all you want for picking the obvious names at third base, but Todd Frazier versus Clayton Richards. It's obvious for a reason. Like it's obvious for a reason. He pounds on lefties, Clayton Richard is not good. Like, he should not do well in Cincinnati, you would think. And... So, yeah, Todd Frazier is awesome. He's only 3500 bucks at FanDuel, too. He would easily make my lineup. Um, the other ones I wrote, Kyle Seeger gets Alfredo Simone. Kyle Seeger's only 2900 bucks. He's a very capable hitter. He'll do fine against the Tiger snap. And uh, Adrian Beltre goes to Colorado and gets Chris Russon, and he's a lefty, and Beltre likes it lefties. He's been a little disappointing this year, but I don't care. He'll do fine. So, um, yeah, I got Beltre, but Todd Frazier's probably my favorite. That's a really good matchup for him, and not a crazy price. Um, let's hop over to shortstop. I had Wilmer Flores again. If he's a shortstop for you, I like him even better there. He gets Geo. Um, yeah. Jimmy Rollins gets Matt Whistler. It's, he's only 2400 bucks at FanDuel. Like, that's pretty it's cheap for him. There's a reason he's only 2400 bucks. He's been bad, but there's some power and some speed, and he's in the Dodgers lineup. I'm not excited about it. He's just, he's fine. Um, Not only go be excited about it, don't put it in your in your FanDuel lineup. No, there are much better options at shortstop. Okay, okay. At any um, price. How about Eugenio Suarez? Have you been paying attention to him at all? He's filling in for Zach Cozart uh, yeah. in the Reds lineup, and he's been good. I think it's all BABIP-driven, but he's only 24. And I know you don't buy the age thing as much as I do, but breaking out with regular playing time at 24 makes a lot more sense than like at 31. And I don't think he's a future superstar and going to hit 300 all year, but... Right now he's clicking, um, and it's Clayton Richard, and he's bad, and it's righty on lefty. So mm. you could get cute and go with Eugenio Suarez. I don't think you'd be crazy 
Especially not for that's a good matchup. Okay. Do not go with Jimmy Rollins and do not get cute Eugenio Suarez. Okay. Who do you got? Far superior to any of those. Okay. Who do you got? Oh, Dylan. Yes. It is, in fact, a Brad Miller day. Okay. Sure. You excited for Brad Miller? I'm very excited for Brad Miller. Lefty and righty action against Alfredo Simon. Yes, yep. please. Yep. That's as good as any of those other ones. Brad Miller is pretty usable against, you know, most righties. Pretty much like I said about Rollins and made the comparison before. Some pop, some speed, you know. Um, do you care about Elvis Andrews in Colorado? He gets a lefty. He likes righty on lefty. He gets I, Chris Russin. I feel like I should, but I don't. Yeah. He's that just gotten sense? so much more and more uninspiring. Yeah, he really has. Yeah. Xander Bogarts gets Andrew Heaney in the later game, but again, he gets two lefties. He gets Hector Santiago and Andrew Heaney, and he mm. likes to hit lefties, but it just, they're both pretty good is the problem. That makes me nervous. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess I would take him against Heaney instead of Santiago, but I don't love that matchup. Um, he likes the lefties, but they're too good. So he's, he's okay. Um, and then again, if the Mariners start J.A. Happ, I like Jose Iglesias uh, as a cheap option, but I think you nailed it. It's a Brad Miller day. Yeah. Uh, if or, you want to get, if you want to get cute, you can try one of the other ones, but it's a Brad Miller day. Or a Brennan Crawford day. You like Brennan Crawford too. Yeah. Against Ian Kennedy, yeah. Yeah, that giant stack would not be so bad. No. Yeah, I like that too. That's good. And then in the outfield, we'll run down some names. Um, I still like some of these Mets righties against Gio. Juan Lagares is only 2,200. The Mets stink. They can't score runs. I get that. But they're a little bit better against righties if you really stretch it and squint. Uh, they're against lefties. They're right-handed. Uh, Juan Lagares could be one of them, who's had a bad year, but has been okay against lefties in small samples. So, if you're thinking Gio might fall apart, um, I could go there. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer and the Rays, they get David Buchanan. Help me here, like, who are the good lefties from the Rays lineup? You go Kevin Kiermeyer, you go... It's James uh, Loney at first base. Like, yeah, it's not you, helpful. You don't want anything any part of James Loney in DFS. No, no, you don't. So it's hard. That's a good matchup in Philly against Buchanan, but I don't know. Waiting on like I want Souza to come back, even though he prefers lefties. I want Desmond Jennings, but yeah, mm-hmm. there aren't many lefty bats in that race lineup that are that helpful. But Kevin Kiermaier could be one, and he's also cheap. We are still on Nick Markakis Homer watch, but he gets Brandon Beachy. Uh, he has a high floor, he hits for okay average, reaches base, you know, but no home runs yet in the year. It's halfway through July. Like, I, we're coming up a few weeks from August, and Nick Markakis is going to have a big zero in homers. Like, I don't know. Uh, you're not crazy, but if, especially if you're playing in some sort of 50-50 league. But if you're going GPP, you need a higher ceiling than that. Um, all these Dodgers get Matt Whistler. Jock Peterson, Andre Ethier, Yasiel Puig. Jock Peterson's only 3100 bucks at FanDuel. That's pretty cheap for a guy who can pretty much go off. Um, Andre Ethier's not bad, and Puig's a little more. I'm, Matt Whistler's an okay prospect. Like He has potential, but I think the Dodgers can still score runs against him. Mm-hmm. I have another Reds riding. Marlon Bird gets Clayton Richard, and Marlon Bird has sneaky pop. It's not even that sneaky. It's just boring, consistent pop. Um... So, I don't know. I like those reds against Clayton Richard. I expect him to not be very good. And the Cubs' bullpen is okay, but uh, I can see that. 2700 bucks for Marlon Bird. He'll be fine. We get to Colorado and the prices go crazy, understandably. Uh, <laughs> at least at FanDuel, all the Rockies guys just have nuts prices because it's Nick Martinez, of course. I get it. 
Charlie Blackman is $5,000. Carlos Gonzalez is $4,500. They're both primed for good games. I get why the price is high. If you have the money, go for it. Um, it can't call it a value at all. And it's, again, the Rangers bullpen isn't good either. Uh, the Rockies could score plenty of runs on Monday. So if you can afford it, uh, you're not crazy to get, uh, Charlie Blackman in there. How about? Uh, I just want to point out, if, if Brandon Barnes manages to sneak into the lineup, that's, that's when you can take advantage of. You like Brandon Barnes? Yeah. Okay. Sure. In, in Colorado against Nick Martinez, against yeah. Nick Martinez and the, t- uh, Texas bullpen. Sure. Yeah. Um, Again, I like some of these Red Sox guys, but good luck. Like, Mookie Betts gets Andrew Heaney or Hector Santiago. Him and Hanley both like to hit lefties, but they're both too good. You know, it's like Xander. Like, I don't... I I could see him doing fine, but I have a hard time nailing which one I want, and mm-hmm. I have a hard time picking it over the other options that are better. So, um, so, keep an eye on Mookie Betts and Hanley. You wouldn't be crazy, but it's hard for me to feel specifically confident. Um, Cole Calhoun gets Stephen Wright. See, I like that. I can pick that one. He likes to hit righties, and Stephen Wright is not only right-handed, but he's bad. And Cole Calhoun has heated back up. So uh, he's 4100 bucks. He's not cheap, but I think he's primed for a good day uh, against him. The Red Sox bullpen will supposedly be a little bit tired from pitching two games that day, and it's the second game. Um, and they also, the Red Sox bullpen has, like, three good guys in it, and then... It's a little less so. I guess they'd be using a lefty on Calhoun. Whatever. He's good. He's he's ready to go. Don't worry about him. And then, finally, these two Tigers outfielders, if they get J.A. Happ. I guess that's also Rajai would be the third one. But J.D. Martinez, Yonis Cespedes, and uh, Rajai Davis are all good against lefties. If J.A. Happ is going to Detroit, I would stack against him. If it is Taiwan Walker, I don't see the value there. I could still see him struggling. I just don't see the value there. So um, consider Martinez and Cespedes, but check that starter from Seattle to see who you can match up against. Whew, that's my outfield rundown. Uh, Matt, okay. who did I miss? Who do you got that slipped uh, to the cracks on me? I, I, I want to make sure we, we mentioned Gregor Blanco in the outfield in San Francisco against Ian Kennedy. Mm-hmm. You know, he does have a lefty and righty. He does have a platoon advantage. I kind of like Gregor Blanco. He's he's going to be cheap. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, not as cheap. Probably not as cheap as you think. Okay. I mean, he's okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't checked. I haven't checked. I could look, but um, it's, it's not necessary. Yeah, but um, uh, Gregor but, Blanco. I mean, it's speed, right? Is basically what you're hoping for there. He's got some pop too. Yeah. He's just you know, he's what is in 700 plate appearances off the top of your head. What you're hoping for? 12 and 12. 10 I think- and 20. Uh, in 700, in 700 play appearances? Yeah, in a full season. I'd say, yeah, I think 10 and 20 is about right. Yeah, that's a useful player. Absolutely. That's absolutely a useful player. It's, especially with the guy with the platoon split like he has. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's useful against a mediocre righty like Ian Kennedy, I think. Oh, yeah. I, again, I like that giant stack. I think they'll do fine. Okay. Yep. Uh, other names I want to make sure get mentioned. Uh, Delano DeShields. Okay. Yeah, he's in Colorado against the lefty. Yeah, I used to not. I you know put my nose up at him, and then he's been good. He's yeah, been he's, useful. He keeps producing. I don't you know I don't think he's going to hit you know three home runs or anything like that. Yeah, watch he goes out and hits three home runs in cores. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah uh, no, it's all speed for him. But yeah, pretty much is. He's capable, and he, he should be in the lineup against the lefty. Yep. So any uh, other outfielders I, or I kind of like that Cincinnati stack against Clayton Richard. Yeah. Marlon Bird and then Jay Bruce. 
You like Jay Bruce against the lefty? Doesn't matter because it's Clayton Richards. He problem is Bruce is a lefty who hits lefties kind of well. Yeah, he has this year. Yeah, and Clayton Richards just bad. He'll be fine. You like Billy Hamilton there too? Really? No, but yeah. I, you could talk to me. Uh, Billy Hamilton. He's been uninspiring. He's not you, done a lot. You, um, it, at the plate, at least, obviously. Yeah. I, you, yeah. You, you, that doesn't do much for me. No. Yeah. Billy Hamilton. No, I, I'd much rather go with sadly Marlon Bird or Jay, Jay Bruce. I can't yeah. believe I said Jay Bruce's name out loud. Yeah. He's, he's putting them back together. It's useful. All right. Um, and then my hardest position, surprisingly, was pitching. There are not many okay. pitchers I really like. Okay. Uh, I, I can see it, but I can help. Yeah. All right. Matt Harvey goes to Washington. You're going to pay probably five figures for him. He could do yeah. just fine. There's nothing wrong with going with that. It's not a great matchup, but he's good enough. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, just get that out of the way. Um, I would consider Matt Moore against Philadelphia. He's been bad. Philly's better against lefties, but he has the potential to be okay. I don't know. I wouldn't feel great about it. I can see it, but I wouldn't feel great about it. Um, the one I like that's nice and sneaky is Ruby De La Rosa gets the uh, the Marlins, and they've been so bad against righties. He's been really inconsistent. I think he's capable of beating himself, uh, which was frustrating, but I think the matchup is good for a guy who can be good. So I don't feel great about that, but I could definitely see it. Like, you could see him doing real well against the Marlins, right? Yes. Yeah, but I could also see him falling apart. He's been inconsistent. Um, so those were the three that stuck out to me until you get in this messy, like, Red Sox-Angels thing. And again, it's all going to depend on your slate and, and your format of what works for you. Um, I don't like Eduardo Rodriguez against the Angels. They have too many good righties. I think he's a good pitcher, but they have too many good right-handed bats. They hit lefties pretty well. The Angels struggle against righties. Stephen Wright is not good enough to consider, really, at all against the Angels. I agree. Um, and the Red Sox have a bunch of good right-handed bats that should hit lefties. So even though I'm scared to pick Bats and Pedroia and Bogarts and Hanley and all these guys against these lefties, I'm also scared to pick Santiago and Heaney against the Red Sox, even though they're both good pitchers and they both could do fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Red Sox have been both simultaneously frustrating and quiet, but also, like, have enough talent that I'm nervous, you know. So, um, yeah, help me, Matt. Help me find some pitching values, because I named three <laughs> and I didn't love any of them. I think, you know... Honestly, Tim Hudson might be one of the best values out there. That's not terrible, to be honest. He's been not great, but the Padres have been really bad. Yeah, they've been horrific. You know, both sides of the plate, they've been horrific. But they and, definitely can't hit righties. You know, he's not going to strike anyone out. Well, actually, he's coming off a six-strikeout game, believe it or not. Yeah, uh, I mean, talking about beating themselves, like the Padres could beat themselves in that situation. I could see them whiffing just because they stink. I, I don't know. I don't love it either, but I think the value is right for sure. Okay. I'm kind of intrigued by Brandon Beachy against Atlanta. I don't really think much of the Atlanta offense. That's you know, true. You, you know, you mentioned how many names A bunch. in Atlanta. Yeah. They're, they're so, not good, though. I, 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 could talk myself, I could see talking myself into a, a Ruby De La Rosa, Brandon Beachy stack. I would I would love to take A.J. Burnett, but Kansas City, it's like yeah. a sneaky good offense. I don't... I love A.J. Burnett, and I love the strikeouts, but the Royals don't strike out, and they score runs this year. Like, it's just, it's yeah. not good. It's yeah. not good. Would you consider one of my schedules, again, depending on where you look, one schedule has Matt Latos at the D-backs, the other one has yeah. David Phelps. Would you consider either of those, depending on who goes? No. Yeah. 
The D-backs score <laughs> runs. The D-backs yeah. are a pretty competent offense. Yeah, their offense isn't that bad. Yeah, that's tough. Would you consider, I know I picked righties against him, but Gio Gonzalez against the Mets? He's it's been so Mets. frustrating. I mean, did you see what the Mets and the Cardinals did on Sunday? Not really, no. What did they do on Sunday? Refresh my memory. They went 18 innings. Before, oh, dear. And it was scoreless until, like, the 13th, and they each tied. They each scored one, <laughs> and then, yeah, they combined to go, like, one for 35 with runners in scoring position or something crazy like that. Like I'm not going to lie. That, that pretty much sounds like my nightmare of a baseball game. It was so awesomely bad. Um, so the Mets are coming off that, and if you think Gio Gonzalez can shut them down, who knows? I don't know. Gio Gonzalez doesn't instill confidence either. It's a tough pitching day, I feel like. Yeah, no, you don't feel like it. It is a tough pitching day. <laughs> would you, so what, would you just pony up and spend the five figures on Matt Harvey? No. No, you'd go cheap and punt somewhere like Hudson? I, I would I would probably go to like Hudson De La Rosa and yeah. hope that... So, cross your fingers. Yeah, yeah pretty much, you know, yeah. I... This is, this is a tough, tough pitching day. I mean, I I kind of like... If, if Taiwan Walker gets to start against... Uh, the, the Tigers. Against the Tigers, I kind of like that. Like, yeah, it's okay. But you're probably not going to be able to talk me into Matt Moore. I, I kind of like Brandon Beachy, but probably not enough money on him. And yeah. a lot of the other games are kind of stay-aways, honestly. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, that'll go right into our Field of Streams picks. So on this terrible pitching day, we got to pick somebody less than 50% owned. Yeah. What are you thinking? Oh, we have, we're spoiled for options because there's a lot of guys 50, less than 50% on. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. I only had two names down. Uh, Andrew Heaney, when I looked, was f- at 50%. Okay. Owned. Uh, and the other one I considered is Ruby De La Rosa against Miami. Um, okay. And against Miami is a much better matchup, but Ruby's been bad and against Boston it's the worst matchup, but Andrew Heaney's been really good. I'm going to use Andrew Heaney. I think it's the last chance we'll get to use him because he should be picked up more. That's fair. I'm, I'm going with Ruby, and I'm not even, you know, I, I think that's... It's a better matchup. That's that's, the, that's that's where I want to be. Yeah, that's a better matchup. I like the two of them. Um, all right, what do you think on Tuesday? Tuesday? Wow, we get Aaron Nola making his MLB debut. Yeah, there you go. That's kind of exciting, actually. Yeah. Is there any chance he's good? Yeah. Yeah, there is. He's a good prospect. Okay. It's worth attention. We also get Shane Green making his return, return. of some kind. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, he, gets, he gets Seattle, which, you know, in Detroit, not a terrible matchup for him. I, kind of, I almost kind of like that. Yeah. I ugh, No thanks. I'm staying away really? from him. From Shane he, Green? He was a lot better at home than he was in the road. I, he was bad. The wheels he fell was, off. No, no, no. He was horrific. You know, he, for all the pregame hype or preseason hype that he garnered, he was in that first month or whatever was great. And then, whoops, regression, real hard. I think it was like a first. It was, it was like the first like two weeks where he it was like, oh yeah, this is like the new Corey Kluber, and then no deal. Boom. Yeah. Um, Brian Johnson is also starting for you know the Red Sox, and that's pretty exciting. Also, no, yeah. All right. Lefty prospect has he's good in the minor leagues. I don't know that I'm going to pick him. But, you know, between him and Nola, there's some guys to take flyers on in your leagues. Brian Johnson, he's got the most amazing ESPN, I guess, bio I've ever seen. Yeah. It literally says, B. Johnson, college none, black space, uh, no statistics available. Oh, uh, well, they probably, I wouldn't be surprised if they have, like, looked up the wrong Brian Johnson or something. He's a he's worth attention. He's worth taking a flyer on in your deeper leagues. He, he could be good. 
We've also got our guy, Chris Heston, in yes. San Diego against Rigor Summer, Rigor Spagne. He's actually uh, Heston's 56% owned. No way. Not eligible. Was... Oh, it makes me sad. Yeah. Let's see, other guys. Uh, our guy, Kendall Graveman, he's got to be over 50 by now. Oh, nope. 20%. That's ridiculous. Why, why are, oh, I guess he gets Toronto. He gets Toronto. Yeah, that's, that's a, he's been really good. And he should be owned. He should be picked up everywhere, but that's a tough matchup for him. I agree. Let's see. Other names that kind of interest me. I don't. I, I'm thinking of going. I'm. I'm. I'm going to stick with Shane Green. Honestly. Okay. You're. I. I'm not a believer. You go ahead with Shane Green. Honestly, for me, it's it's between Nolan and Shane Green. Okay. Um. I had two other names that you didn't discuss. Uh. Brett Anderson goes to Atlanta. There's a reason I didn't discuss Brett Anderson because he's not very good. Okay. That's fine. His numbers look good. He's been okay so far. Just waiting for his arm to explode, but he's been okay yeah, so far. Much. Um, I love Nate Carnes, and Nate Carnes goes to Philadelphia. Nate Carnes allowed seven runs the last time out, but that was in Kansas City, and he had been really good before that. So unless something's really wrong, I think he's going to bounce back just fine. And it's a righty in Philadelphia. Um, hopefully Nola doesn't shut down the Rays, but I like Nate Carnes. He's been good, so I believe there for a bounce back. Um, but there's a lot of options there. I like Kendall Graveman a lot, just no thanks with Toronto. Yeah. Um, and then Wednesday, real quick, uh, Mike Bolsinger goes to Atlanta. I know you like him more at home, but he certainly hasn't been bad on the road. Um, Kyle Hendricks goes to Cincinnati. He's been fine. Mike Montgomery has been good still. He goes to Detroit. He's 49% owned. You don't want the lefty in Detroit at all, though. Um, mm. I'd be way too scared of that outfield. Robbie Ray gets the, the Marlins. Uh, they hit lefties a little bit better, but Robbie Ray's been good. That has my attention. And then tell me what to make of Cody Anderson. You've been paying attention to Cody Anderson with the Indians yes, at all? Yes, I have, and I don't believe it for a second. I don't either, but he just keeps doing it, and he gets the Brewers. I, He's not 50% owned yet, and he needs to be. These are those guys going in the second half where just, like, crazy miracles happen, and you have to grab on before you can't anymore. Because if he has another great start, he's just going to be scooped up everywhere that he hasn't been scooped up already. Hey, Dylan? Yeah. Can I, can I ask for a favor? Yeah, what's up? I, I understand you're, you're going through your, your thought process here and your picks. Yeah, for Wednesday. But I, I've, I've, I've got to amend my, my previous pick. You, Baxies? You're taking Baxies? Well, is, is it Baxies if it's still in the same show? I suppose not, no. Well, it, first off, this is this is not Chain Green's track and return. He actually made a start. Oh, how'd previous, that go? Not well. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go with Aaron Nola and his MLB okay. day. I, All right. You know, I don't think you're. I think that's a much better pick. I think so too. It's a flyer. You don't know it's his debut, but he's good. And I, I, the Rays I'm, don't hit very much. So you know, you know, these modern day Uber prospects. It's it, it's not like it used to be where you know you honestly did not know if a guy was any good when he was coming up. Now I think you have a much better idea. Yeah, Nola's going to be good. All right. So anyway, Cody Anderson, you're not buying. I say pick him up. And leave him on the bench and see what he is. Um, at Milwaukee, it's not a bad start. I think we're kind of spoiled on Wednesday. I like all these guys except Montgomery. Bolsinger, Anderson, you know, Hendricks, or Ray. I'm sorry. With, with Cody Anderson, there's no strikeouts. Yeah, that makes He's it tough. He's got 11 strikeouts in, 30, in, 30, in over 30 innings. I think I'm going to go safe and go Bolsinger in Atlanta. But Robbie Ray and Anderson have upside. And Kyle Hendricks at Cincinnati is not bad either. But... I'm just not scared of a righty going to Atlanta at all. I don't know who's going to hit him. Chase Peterson, he's going to be fine. So I'm going Bolsinger. Um, who are you thinking for Wednesday? 
Well, first, uh, Tony Singrani makes his return to the rotation. I don't care. <laughs> he used he used to be fine, but I don't. You know, when he comes back and he's good for a little bit, then I'll care. But I don't care right now. Okay, fair enough. I, I've always kind of liked Tony Singrani. I, I did too. I'll have my eye on it, but yeah, I gotta see it. I too. Um, yeah. do, do, do we like Robbie Ray? Yeah, I like Robbie Ray in Miami. I was saying, but they hit lefties a little bit better. I mean, yeah. but I think he's worth grabbing for sure. So is them hitting lefties a bit better? Is that with Giancarlo or without him? And when Marcelo Zuna can be there and hit too. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I don't. I almost picked that. I I went safe with Bolsinger, but Robbie Ray is a good option. He's opposite Jose Fernandez though. And we've got your guy Martin Perez in Colorado. That's I kind of cool. like Martin Perez. That is not an option. Colorado. No, it's really not. Yeah, I I could see Cody Anderson going out and doing great against Milwaukee just because Milwaukee's been so horrific. Yeah. But I, I think I'm going to roll with Robbie Ray. I don't think you're crazy. Well, no, that was the one I almost picked. I don't think you're crazy either. That's why I'm picking it. Good? Great. It's better than Shane Green. Oh, and we also have Felix Dubron on chance number 87. Uh, no thanks. Pass. Yeah. All right. Um, you got anything else before we get out of here, Matt? Yeah. Okay. What's up? In order to pay for this water heater and this installation, I've got to sell some of my comic books. Okay. I think we got some comic book you readers. You, you don't know this about me, but I'm was probably the biggest fan of the Suicide Squad comics in the 80s and 90s. Okay. Are you excited for the trailer? I cannot wait. I yeah. cannot. First off, it's by far my... It's, I'll say my, my top, favorite, top three favorite comic book series. Suicide Squad is, is right up there. Cool. And the trailer looked good to you? I cannot wait. Just because it, it, it's, it's so, it was so different at the time from everything else. You, know, you had this team of, of bad guys going out and doing really kind of unheroic things. And do you... And you think they're going to do a good job? You're not worried they're going to mess it up? Based on what I've seen, it looks like it's a phenomenal job. You know, right. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't thrilled with the casting of, what, of Will Smith as Deadshot, but... It, yeah. I, um, yeah. So, yeah. Selling some comic books? And believe it or not, I have I have multiple Suicide Squad number one number one issues I've been sitting on for years. Nice. So nice. I'm, on, on eBay, these things are going for like forty bucks. I'm, I'm going to try to unload some of mine to uh, cover my water heater <laughs> expenses, condo bills. All right. So what should fans uh, hit you up on Twitter? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be on Twitter <laughs> at Matt DFP nine one one. Matt has comic books. He wants to hook up some and, uh, and listeners. Needs money desperately. So. Yeah, talk to Matt about comic books, even if you don't want to buy them. Matt wants to talk about comic books. So uh, I, I can't talk about modern comics because I haven't been to a comic shop in probably five years. But. Yeah. Yeah, still. Um, I can discuss that. Oh, yeah. Matt's on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We love to hear from you. As always, like to chime in about fantasy baseball or comic books or water and, heaters. And we usually tweet about what we're, you know, when, when we get really excited, like for you know, example, when you know, Crispy Young hits a home run. Yeah. If, you, if Eugenio Suarez goes deep, you're going to hear me talking about it. So if, Let's see. Yeah, if uh, Logan Morrison, if he does anything. Yeah, we'll be proud. Cool. And Brad Miller, my guys. Yeah, Brad Miller. All right, so uh, that should do it for us for Monday. We'll be back. I'll be back on Tuesday with mm-hmm. uh, with Brad. But uh, other than that, have a good Monday, and we'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.